Participate, engage, speak out. Use your voice to be an effective advocate. The Voices in Advocacy podcast examines the diverse landscape of advocacy, exploring the ins and outs of building influence, driving change, and creating champion advocates. It's now time for the Voices in Advocacy podcast with your host, Roger Rickard. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Voices in Advocacy podcast. I'm Roger Rickard, and this is the podcast dedicated to the art of becoming a more influential advocate. And if you're already an advocate, then this podcast is for you. Also, this podcast is for the people that work and engage in advocacy efforts for their organizations, be they associations, trade organizations, and nonprofit cause groups. If you are one of these people, then this podcast is for you. And finally, if you're looking to assist an organization by becoming an engaged advocate for them, then this podcast is for you. You see, my goal here is to help you by educating, engaging, and activating you to become a champion for the causes you care about with enthusiasm while providing you with the powerful lifelong habits enabling you to become a superior advocate. In upcoming episodes, you will be treated to great interviews from people that know advocacy, leaders from the world of politics, associations, nonprofits, and actively engaged advocates. I'm sure you will enjoy these interviews. In today's episode, I discuss who I am, where I began that makes me what I am today. I will also share some of my first thoughts post-inauguration. But first, I'm very pleased to present one of our sponsors for today's episode, Trekker Leather Company. Whether you're looking for leather journals, sketchbooks, or accessories, you will find high-quality premium leather styled by artisan craftsmen. I love the look and feel of my leather journal, and I know you will too. Go to trekkerleather.com. That is T-R-E-K-K-E-R leather. Dot com. These handmade leather goods influenced by the ranchers of the American Southwest make great gifts, which can be personalized and customized for anyone and any occasion. So after the podcast, go to trekkerleather.com to get yours. Now, let's get started. I thought it would be good if I gave you a little background on who I am and what is Voices in Advocacy. I, Roger Rickard, am a professional speaker, trainer, author, and blogger, an advocacy analyst and consultant, and founder of Voices in Advocacy, where we work with organizations that want to ensure their advocates are better educated, more engaged, and actively supporting their advocacy mission. I have been an advocate for citizen involvement since the age of 13, and that wasn't yesterday or a year ago or even a decade ago. Let's just say it was a while ago. I was a political science and public service geek at Penn State. I ran for public office when I was 18 and a half years old against an incumbent that had been in office longer than I had been on this earth. It was a small elected position in the heartland of Pennsylvania, but I worked hard campaigning, knocking on doors, asking for their support, and offering them to take them to vote. 
At the end of the election day, I won by the narrowest of margins, five votes. I was easily reelected two years later. In total, I have been elected three times in two different states. I later served as a legislative staffer in the Pennsylvania State Legislature and have worked on many local, regional, and state campaigns, as well as numerous presidential campaigns. Our work here at Voices in Advocacy spans a cross-section of local, regional, and national and international organizations. In 2011, we offered an advocacy toolkit for an international association. In 2013, Voices in Advocacy built a grassroots meetings industry advocacy platform for the Convention Industry Council called the Advocacy Hub. I have been privileged to be a cover story for national publication. Smart Meetings Magazine had a cover story entitled Passion and Purpose, Roger Rickard's Call to Action. I have advocated before members of Congress and run numerous legislative fly-ins in Washington, D.C. for my association clients, as well as lobbied before numerous state legislatures. I am thrilled to be an advocacy keynote speaker with hundreds of presentations over the last 20-plus years, as well as a faculty for accreditation in the area of community relations, advocacy, and government affairs. I am married to the best woman on the planet and have one grown son. When I'm not pouring my heart and soul into advocacy development, you can find me enjoying a good game of golf. Enough about me. Let's get into what is on my mind these days. I want to share some thoughts from a recent article I wrote entitled, The Election May Be Over, But You Still Hold the Keys. With the recent U.S. election, I realized that half of America is hurting. The other half is happy. We knew this would be the case. However, we as a nation have a lot of healing to do. We are all Americans. We are Americans first before we are Republicans or Democrats, liberals or conservatives. We are Americans first. So be kind to the opposition. Respect their feelings. Then work to build consensus and to unite our fractured nation. This election cycle has been a marathon. Then a sprint to the finish. Like marathoners, we are all exhausted. But we now have to do more. Once we rest, reflect, and carve up, we need to begin the process to heal the wounds from this election marathon and to assist in the governing process set forth by our founding fathers. The United States Constitution begins with we the people of the United States in order to form a more perfect union. It does not begin with I the king or me the president or even we the Congress. It is simply we the people. 19th century statesman and U.S. Senator Daniel Webster powerfully said, It is the people's constitution, the people's government, made for the people, by the people, and answerable to the people. Many in America no longer believe this. It is time for us to put the we back into the constitution. In January 1989, Ronald Reagan addressed the nation one last time from the Oval Office, eloquently saying, Quote, 
Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government. And with three little words, we the people. We the people tell a government what to do. It doesn't tell us. We the people are the driver. The government is the car. And we decide where it should go and by what route and how fast. End quote. You see, we hold the keys to that car. We hold the keys to our government. The First Amendment of our groundbreaking Bill of Rights states, quote, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of people peacefully to assemble, and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Let's focus on that last section. And the petition to government for the redress of grievances. Redress, when used as a verb, is defined as to set right, to correct or reform, to remedy or relieve, to adjust evenly again. Yes, we have the right, the first right, to engage in our government. Not only the right, but I would argue that we have an obligation to be engaged with our elected officials. They need to hear from all of us, not just the donor class. We need to organize our efforts and speak out about the issues that matter the most in our work and our lives. Call, write, and meet with your newly elected officials so you can be heard and counted. Need information on how to call, write, or meet? Go to rogerrickard.com. That's R-O-G-E-R-R-I-C-K-A-R-D.com and click on the free resources tab for free resources to be a more effective advocate. Seven score and 13 years ago, on a serene day while dedicating hallowed ground, Abraham Lincoln uttered these immortal words, that this nation, under God, should have a new birth of freedom, and the government of the people, by the people, and for the people, shall not perish from this earth. We must strive to make our already great democracy even better. You have made your choice at the ballot box. The question now is, will you make the choice to drive the government car? Remember, only you hold the keys, the keys to the car that drives our government. And now it's time for the advocacy tip of the week. Today's tip, get to know the newly elected officials that represent you. Some will be new to elected office, some will be veterans. Either way, begin the process of getting to know them. Begin to create that reputation. relationship so that if you have an issue or concern you would like to espouse, then you can speak out. Write, call, or meet with your elected officials. They cannot do the job they were taxed without your input. They want to hear from you, so then be heard. In upcoming shows, I will be sharing details about how to be most effective when communicating with elected officials. To learn more, just visit VoicesInAdvocacy.com 
and go to the free resources tab for more helpful tips. And now I want to introduce you to another fabulous sponsor of this show, Rocket SEO. They provide marketing solutions for any firm looking to dominate their industry on the web, specializing in local business marketing, e-commerce, videography, photography, and podcasting. If you want your online marketing to soar, contact rocketseo.com. Rocket is spelled R-O-K-I-T. So go to rocketseo.com. Just a couple of quick announcements here at the end of this first episode. The first is that if you're interested in being a guest on my show, please go to rogerrickard.com and click on the Contact Us to let us know your interest and why we should have you on the show. I would love to have you contribute your thoughts because I'm sure you are wiser, maybe even much wiser, than I am. We need your input. My next podcast is already available. Go to iTunes and search Voices in Advocacy Podcast or go to voicesinadvocacy.podbean.com. We at Voices in Advocacy work with organizations that want to ensure that their advocates are educated, engaged, and actively supporting your cause. If you have a question or two that you would like me to address here in the podcast, then send me an email. Roger at VoicesInAdvocacy.com. Also, I would be extremely grateful if you would rate my podcast in iTunes with a full five stars if you liked it. That helps tremendously with keeping my podcast visible so that people who have never heard of it can discover it. Just head over to iTunes and subscribe today. Also, if you'd like to comment on this episode, please go to voicesandadvocacy.podbean.com and click on episode one and scroll to the bottom of the show notes where you can leave a comment or a question. Well, that's it for this episode of Voices in Advocacy. Until next time, remember, you have the power to change lives as an advocate. So go out and make it a better world. We hope you enjoyed today's Voices and Advocacy podcast and look forward to you guys joining us again next week. To learn more about us, go to voicesinadvocacy.com.